listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down, begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad, so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Today is World Day of the Sick, Our Lady of Lourdes. Today, a shrine known for miraculous healings, as we're all aware. And um, we have the story of a miraculous healing in the Gospel, so I thought I would take an opportunity today to talk about the many and varied ways that God heals. Many and varied ways that God heals. So it's interesting in the liturgy, the first reading is from the book of Leviticus 13, which kind of lays out some of the uh, mosaic laws and practices. If somebody has leprosy, this is what you do. And we know kind of the backstory. Leprosy because it was contagious. Uh, they were kind of outcasts. They couldn't be in the community and all of that. And it's matched with the story of Jesus healing the leper in uh, the gospel. So I love how the liturgy pulls these things together. If you look up the original context of Levit- Leviticus 13, all this stuff about leprosy and what to do, there is a verse in there. I can't remember if it's verse 40 or whatever. It says, the man goes bald. He's not unclean. He's just bald. <laughs> Those obscure little Bible passages worth knowing. Some of us, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Shine, Jesus, shine. Um, All right, back to our regular program. Um, I love the details of this healing of the leper. Jesus, you know, stretches out the hand and touches him and it proclaims explicitly, I do will it be made clean. You know, it's very emphatic, very direct. Uh, there are other other healings that are completely different from this, right? Then there's the ten lepers. He doesn't touch them, and he doesn't heal them immediately. He said, go share yourself to the priest. So on the way, they get healed. And then there's healings of uh, where he doesn't even go to, the, right? The guy's like, I'm not even worthy to have you come under my roof. Just say the word, and it, it'll be healed. And the servant who's in some other town gets healed. Or, you know, there's just all these examples where Jesus touches or he doesn't touch. He gives a word of command. Then there's the the crazy lady that touches him in the middle of the crowd. He doesn't touch her or say anything to her. She touches him. 
and she gets healed. Like there's just a, a big variety of different ways that Jesus miraculously heals people. And you could kind of catalog that. That would be interesting, huh? To kind of see in this story, he did this and this, but in that story, he did something different. He did da 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 da, you know, and like just all these different ways that uh, Jesus heals people. And, um, and then even in the Acts of the Apostles, the way they heal people in Jesus' name, there's just different things, you know. Seems to be a variety. It wasn't just one way. It wasn't kind of like there's a recipe book where you have to, okay, now do this, now say that, or like, you know, like a spell book or whatever, you know, like you have to like do this and you have to say that and then boom, it'll, a miracle happened. No, like there's just this variety. And uh, I would like to say that um, what we can learn from that is what? What we can learn from that is that how uh, uniquely different God treats each person. You know, the way God works, the way God heals, the way God's grace works in the soul of each person is just, it's tailored to the person. It's tailored to the person. Um, there are two more stories, healings with lepers, which I'd like to add to what we've read in the gospel here from Christian history. The first one is St. Francis. St. Francis had a miraculous encounter with Jesus himself, who appeared to him under the guise of a leper. We all know the story. And St. Francis had this aversion to lepers. He would like take off and run. He just like the smell, the sight, it just disgusted him. And he had this healing and he was able to have the grace to overcome himself when he encountered what he thought was a leper, kissed the wounds, and then the leper disappears. It was Christ. And then St. Francis has a time of doing ministry to lepers. And that healed something in St. Francis. It became a constitutive experience for what became part of the Franciscan charism. And uh, I know that uh, in our formation council, talking about our formation programs from postulancy to novitiate to temporary, there's this question that we're chewing on and praying about and talking about of how can we help our brothers in formation have an experience like this with the poor, you know, that this encounter with Jesus and the leper to, and what that did to St. Francis, what that needs to do to us, this kind of healing of any aversion that we may have, not wanting to be around certain things, but then also it broke open a new level of love and compassion and mercy, which is really a big part of our charism as CFRs, definitely. You know, this call to live and work and minister with the poor in a unique way. In a unique way, it's, it's a constitutive part of our charism, you know, the Franciscan charism. So uh, there was a healing in St. Francis that happened with his encounter with lepers. So the lepers weren't healed, he was. And then the second story is St. Damien of Molokai. Another interesting thing, right? He is called by the Lord to minister to this leper colony in Hawaii. And he's there. And now what if St. Damien had received the gift of miraculously healing people? How amazing would that have been, right? He's in a leper colony where nobody wants to go there. They've got them quarantined on some island so they can't infect other people. And had he shown up and just started healing people, how amazing would that have been? Whoop. But God had another plan. 
you know the story. It's somewhat dramatic if you read the biography of St. Damien, where he's there and he's ministering and he's getting to know the people and he's with them. And uh, he starts to realize that there's a lot of problems with the, this community of lepers that because of their condition, they've given themselves over to sin. And um, he ends up contracting leprosy himself. And there's this dramatic moment where he gets up to preach and with joy, he says, I can now say, I am one of you. He was so thankful that he had received leprosy and it was in receiving the disease himself that broke open the ministry of conversion for that community because he became one of them because he had the leprosy himself. He was able to bring the grace of conversion, all the sin they were doing. They'd given up on life. They'd given up on God. They'd given up on themselves, given themselves over to lives of sin. And all these conversions, all these spiritual healings started to happen because of this. So it's ironic, huh? You know, it's like not only does he not miraculously heal them, he himself contracts the leprosy. And in doing so, God heals them all. This ultimate spiritual healing, you know, with the conversion of sin and all. So anyways, a, a very kind of deep and interesting topic, the different ways that God heals, the different ways that God works with, with others. And, you know, we, we believe in medicine. We believe in medicine. <laughs> Know that God will heal through medicine. And even somebody like a Padre Pio, who had all these supernatural gifts, established a hospital in his town where you know people were going to regular doctors and, and that type of healing as well. But anyways, I just I guess the takeaway, World Day of the Sick, you know, to just be prayerful and kind of open in in looking for whatever God might be doing. You know, not putting him in a box, not limiting, you know, maybe he does want to miraculously heal. And there are people who have those gifts and charisms. And maybe we should be praying for that more often than we do. I know some of our brothers are kind of experiencing that in some of their ministries. Um, but there are just so many different ways that God works. Even in this, the healing stories with Jesus, there's so many different variations of what happened and how it happened. That uh, we could come away with just an openness that maybe God will do this or maybe he'll do that or whatever. We know that he's good. We know that he loves us. We know that all things work out for the good who love God and that he's working everything for the good and we can trust him. And uh, so let's pray for that grace this day in any way that the grace of the Lord is at work, you know, and not to put limits on that and to make an effort to be really open and docile to his lead. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. St. Bernadette, pray for us. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. St. Francis, pray for us. St. Damien, pray for us. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.